Hey, go watch the Batman and Harley Quinn Will It Cannon, please God. Holy shit. <laughs> you can see me on screen about a hundred times, but you can only see me once. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, I don't say a hundred, but yeah, several. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how many how many times am I on how many judges were there? Yeah, a little Easter egg. All the judges were Brian, and there was only one judge costume, so I just took a shit ton of pictures of Brian uh, sitting in each chair from every possible angle, <laughs> and then tracked them into every shot of the whole goddamn video. Yeah, the, the real hero <laughs> here is you, Jamie. Yeah. Well, that was good. Yeah, Bye, everyone. Good podcast. I'm glad we did that. Um, we'll see you next Friday, everybody. You know what I didn't do? What? I didn't export. The <laughs> what? I didn't export the new the the updated oh. Yappy email. <laughs> You're never going to. It's okay. It's, gonna... This is what it'll be forever. It, it's fine. It doesn't matter. At least I am. So quiet. So quiet. It's too quiet. And some devices. You think it's too quiet. I do. Well, but then you'll you'll bump it up, and everybody'll be like, "Oh God, it's so loud!" Just by like Stop. three decibels, just enough. <laughs> At least I am too loud. This is what it says. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. I guess it's called Jabber Mason, guys. <laughs> That's what our top ten document says at the top. Is J J A B R M E I A S N guys? Yeah, it's every two letters of our names, the first names, every other spaced out. It's 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 the let it's our names combined into a, like a waffle pattern. <laughs> a waffle? <laughs> They're uh, hatched <laughs> like this, like my hands. I mean, but it's too. It's like <laughs> it's like a barcode, not a QR code. You know what I'm saying? It's like a star code. It's well, got five points. <laughs> Point number one, this is called Jump on the Batwagon. Number two, <laughs> we are James and Brian. Number three, we are watching the Batman the Animated Series episode Birds of a Feather today. Uh, number four, it's not Robin's Reckoning Part 2. It never will be. There is no part two. It's all a joke. And number five, that last part was a lie. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> funny? It is, Rob. We're skipping to Robin's Reckoning Part Two. What? what? I actually, I actually forgot that uh, we're not watching Robin's Reckoning Part Two. <laughs> I know. I figured you would forget that. <laughs> it's amazing how much I can forget. You forgot it five seconds after I said it last time. So no way you wouldn't forget it a week later. You are correct. What did you think? You thought this was a podcast about batman but instead it's just two guys oh. dicking around it sure is it's jabber mason guys <laughs> boy, 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 boy. this is a that's the new yappy dudes we're called the jabber mason guys now i don't know if i like uh, that i don't think so i don't either <laughs> you guessed that birds of a feather was about uh, a um Thelma and Louise style adventure between Robin and the Penguin are you sticking with that you think uh yeah did it, we said something about a basement last time right yeah, there has to be a basement or else it's not a penguin episode. I Jamie, think. do you see this? That's your face. This is you my have more facial hair than normal is what you're playing at. I hate it, but I realize Why? I'm catching up to you. It's the facial hair feel. Listen to this. Yeah, it's a good Oh, it's awful. Why do people do this? You got to push past the itch. <laughs> I d I had to have 
a goatee for about two months for a production. Oh. And I hated it. And we like had our call. We ended the show. We had our call where Mm -hmm. we had like dinner and like we all just kind of like goofed around and uh, one last hurrah. And then I drove the like quarter mile home from the theater, <laughs> shaved maybe half mile, and shaved immediately. <laughs> I was not home for five minutes before I started shaving. <laughs> I felt uh, I let my mustache get longer and longer and longer and longer for months. And then we had our twenty four hour live stream a couple. God, that was a couple years ago already. Fuck <laughs> me. Uh, and then I, I, I had we had a thing. If we passed sixty nine thousand subscribers that night, I would shave the mustache. But it was just it was I was in such pain. I because I, I would sit there and pull at it and it hurt. It would hurt when you don't don't do that. <laughs> but I'd sit. I couldn't. It was like a little fidget cube on my face, but mustache shaped <laughs> instead of a cube. You see, I see. And I shaved it off regardless. We didn't hit that number that night, but I just shaved it off anyway, and it was so nice. Yeah. And I looked like I was a whole new man. You know. I, feel I also like... looked ten years younger, and I didn't like it. I liked the look of the mustache. I can't. I can't do the pain part. I don't. Want <laughs> That's the thing. Is this actually? like even hurts me like my hair is curly enough that my facial hair like it just it as soon as it's long enough to it curls over and then it starts poking me yeah and it just my, did, the mustache would get in like the food that's this gross is too. the 47th episode produced <laughs> and the 52nd to air <laughs> I got to catch you off guard. Good job. Uh, I I realized I forgot to mention last episode, Robin's Reckoning Part 1 was the 32nd episode produced and the 51st to air. This is 47th and 52nd. Um, I also started writing down now uh, what episodes an episode was produced between to give you a little bit of context if you want. Uh, So this episode, Birds of a Feather, was produced right between Almost Got Him and What is Reality. So a little ways ago. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Or those episodes were a little ahead of their time. <gasps> it could be either. It could be both. It is both. This it's is both. Teleplay. No, aired. Aired Monday, <laughs> February 8th, 1993. No skip days, 4.30 p.m. on Fox. Amazing. Now it's the Teleplay time. It's time to tell you the Teleplay is done by Bryn Stevens. We've had Bryn Stevens. Yes. Story by Chuck Menville. <laughs> Only BTAS credit. Uh, directed by Frank Powell. Powell. We haven't had him for quite a while. He had a whole string of episodes there. Music by Shirley Walker. And animation by Dong Yang with layout by Mr. Big Cartoons. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. I don't know what that is. <laughs> now, I, I we've had a handful now that have been like animation by this, but layout by this. And I have no idea what layout means. So I looked it up on the Disney animation website. They describe layout is a central component of the storytelling process. Working from storyboards, layout artists use a film's characters, sets, props, and cameras to stage, block, and shoot the film shot by shot. Oh, uh, interesting. So I guess they're taking models and things and being like, hey, it should look like this, but I don't really know what the difference between that and a storyboard artist is. So Dan Reba, if you're listening, please tell me what the hell that is. I don't know. <laughs> I never will, I guess, because that didn't help me, that little definition. <laughs> well, neato. You don't learn something new yeah. every day. In, regardless, I guess this Mr. Big Cartoons had some sort of hand to play in Birds of a Feather, and so if we see a bad thing, we could just blame it on that. Yes. 
Blue Blue Pencil, Acom, Mr. Big Cartoons. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mr. Big is one of those names that's like used in cartoons a lot. Yeah. It's describing every cartoon with a big person in it, right? Like the penguin. You see? No, I He's don't. He's kind of like a little big guy, though. You want to watch the episode? I really do. <laughs> All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. He fenced with his umbrella. How droll. This penguin will absolutely make your party. You know, it was quite touching, actually. It's not often that a man rushes to my rescue. Unfortunately, he wants to see me again. Who's that, Veronica? I've heard you're running around with a dangerous crowd. Well, keep it under your hat, Brucie, but I've just snagged the penguin for my party. Why? For the entertainment, Dodo. Can't you just see their faces when that stuffed capon waddles in? <laughs> I'd think twice if I were you. Oh, lighten up, Wayne. After all, he is N-O-K-D. Not our kind, dear. Better be careful that your little joke doesn't come home to roost. There is no good penguin episode. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a bad episode. It was just this not a wasn't good a good episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, what oh, happened? Are we just going to jump straight into that? Yeah, we're just doing it. What okay. happens in Birds of a Feather, Brian? Uh, penguins fuck it up. Batman mm-hmm. arrests him just after he got out of jail and throws him back in jail. Penguin doesn't decides not to escape from jail and instead is going to go back into society as a highly revered man. Mm-hmm. And he's expecting a big welcoming home and he comes home and there's nobody there but Batman and some rat poison. The <laughs> his end? two favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> Meanwhile Penguin gets invited to a big party, which is starts to be a scam and then it ends up not quite being a scam. But mm-hmm. then uh, he flips out when he finds the truth that it was originally a scam, and then the penguin like just loses it, steals a girl, demands money, tries to get people killed, Batman stops him in the end. It was a pretty plain plot. It I was a I pretty plain plot. Not everything. Not everything. It works doesn't with work the song. all the time. I'm sorry. No, no. It's. Uh, I think this is the third time I've seen this episode. <laughs> I don't think I have ever purposely watched this episode not in a full series watch through, which I have done twice prior to this podcast. <laughs> so I think that that's it. I think this. I can think I for sure have seen this now three times. And I did not remember reason. really anything that was going to happen. <laughs> However, you had some great lucky timing, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I don't remember what that is even. I'll read you the official synopsis. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Penguin's being released from prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's disappointed to find that none of his friends are around to greet him. Yeah. In fact, none of his friends are around, period. Yeah. Meanwhile, Veronica Vreeland, a slipping A-list socialite, is looking for a way to cra- create a splash with her next party. Yeah. And arrives at the idea of having a criminal in attendance, especially if there's one whose manners would create a stir. Yeah. Penguin fits the bill perfectly. Yeah. In the process of convincing the penguin to come to her party, Veronica finds she likes the corpulent little guy. Yeah. Yeah. For his part, the penguin begins to fall in love with her. 
instead of allowing a nice friendship to develop, Veronica's cohort, Pierce, keeps her focused on simply using the penguin for her social climbing purposes. Yeah. At the big party, Penguin discovers he was just being used. Enraged, he kidnaps Veronica and demands Pierce deliver her family's huge ransom. Yeah. It's up to Penguin. Nope, it's up to yeah. Batman, the other one, <laughs> to track down the penguin and save the two selfish socialites. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And also the penguin. Because he almost like falls to his death. Yeah, he he grabs onto a a very very thin curtain that rips like <laughs> tissue paper as he falls. Yeah, that lasts like four minutes or less of the episode. Just really hit the fan all of a sudden. Penguin <laughs> penguin turns on his helicopter umbrella and the shit and flies forward into Batman through like at Batman. Batman dodges and then he flies up into a, a like suspended curtain thing and then he's suddenly on the other side of it and the, the like a big smoke thing happens and he flies out of the smoke on a dragon and the dragon breathes fire all over Batman and then it catches the theater on fire and, and the chandelier's gonna fall and Batman uses his single human strength to catch the entire thing and stop it and then uh, <laughs> Penguin falls through the tissue paper and dies, but not really. So this it, is a synopsis it, brought to you by Jamie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta do them every once in a while, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the basement theme song played, but we kind of had to force a basement. I, I think we had a basement. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was his same like sewer lair as the mechanic, but maybe it wasn't because it was right underneath that. Uh, it was under the theater, so I guess maybe it was the theater's basement. <clears throat> I think we can count that. What <clears throat> from what? the Oxford English Dictionary? <laughs> basement Define noun: basement. the floor of a building which is partially. Part, sorry, the floor of a building which is partly or entirely below ground level, like his little Phantom of the Opera Lair with the staircases and the candelabra. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera Lair. I would call that basement adjacent, I think. It's, it is the floor of a building which is partly or entirely below ground level. Do we think that that is like a known area to the theater, like janitors and stuff? Or do we think that the penguin is just like, I'm going to drive my big duck there. <laughs> I think there's probably a like a, a very obvious ominous door with a like, hey, don't open this <laughs> don't by order of Ollie. This goes to the penguin's basement, actually. Don't go in here. <laughs> right. I've got penguin in my theater basement. Theater day basement. Yeah. Theater data basement? I, I tried to say the same thing as you, but the Zoom delay, and I hate it. <laughs> this episode was pretty something that's just kind of happened. Yep. Just, well, yeah. I'm pretty much done talking about it. So. Yeah, me too. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to mail. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. We dropped... <laughs> oh, my God. I like how Penguin... Uh, in previous episodes, we've seen he has like a super villain lair in the sewer and stuff, and in this one, he just has like a dusty apartment. <laughs> he comes home to like like the door the door like knockers are like birds, so I guess it's like his place like for like, where he normally lives. But we've never seen that. It's very it seems like out of character for some reason to <laughs> for him mm. just live in some loft or whatever. But I don't recall I don't him know. being so affluent. 
Is this the thing? Like how? What? Well, he's like really like verbose and all, and that's fine. But like, yeah, he comes out of this being like, well, I'm I'm just gonna step back into high society. Everyone's gonna want to see me, obviously. Oh yeah, like, I when, think he, I think I guess we're supposed to just assume he thinks that way of himself, but he doesn't really like because nobody's there to greet him and da 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 da. Someone's been paying his phone bill <laughs> while he's been in jail for an unknown amount of time. Just saying. Yeah, I guess he wasn't in. I don't think that was Arkham Asylum because it's like has actual like prison bars and stuff, whereas oh. Arkham is like big glass window door place. Big glass Oregon. Big glass Oregon. I'm so bored. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. This is the first time in a while we've had one of these where I'm like, yep. No, there's not. The... There's really not much to say about it. Like, no. you read the synopsis, and I yeah. gave the synopsis. And that sure and is what happened. That's about it. Yeah. Like, there, yeah. was, there was some, like, okay, art. Yeah, there was nothing like substantially cool. There, you you mentioned there was like a good uh, focus pull at one point. Yeah, they had uh, a very shallow depth of field moment where you had yeah. to do a focus pull from Pierce to the phone, which is about to ring. Yeah. And they yeah. like they did it like there's a pretty smooth transition between the two, which I imagine was not an easy feat. I have to wonder how like far apart the cell in the background were to get that to work like they're just standing on like a six foot ladder <laughs> like trying to see through there or whatever or maybe they just stacked them in one panel and they had one guy just going yeah uh, from one thing yeah to it just lifts it yeah <laughs> while the other guy's zooming out so they're doing the yeah. like dolly zoom <laughs> yeah. jaws shot trying to get <laughs> so many times meanwhile the other guys are like battering throwing the different frames into the thing <laughs> <laughs> rapidly <laughs> we got this we got the system down <laughs> sorry do we bruce tim do we really have to do this focus poll is this necessary it'll be so good the episode will make the episode so good it, it's absolutely gonna sell it you know 30 years from now there's gonna be a couple of guys and <laughs> adjacent talk buses it. talking about it on a podcast some someday two guys who do camera things will watch this and they'll respect our focus pull. <laughs> <laughs> they'll understand. Uh, uh, well, that's about all I have to say about this episode, Jamie. I, I really don't like. Sometimes that we say that as a joke, like I don't know what to talk about, and then we keep talking for two hours. But this one really is like we've been talking for nine minutes. I think I've said everything I need to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing happened. There was nothing monumental about this episode, like especially after just watching Robin's Reckoning, the yeah. best episode, and now we watch this. This is this was my head cannon during the watching of this was that batman drove off to go find tony zuko robin don't come out don't come with me fuck off and then after while he's doing that like ah oh, shit the, i better tail the penguin real quick <laughs> so <laughs> then this episode happens and then we go back to the other episode <laughs> um i mean do you do you at least have any trivs to like oh yeah i got trivs Okay, well, let's, let's talk about the cast and see if anything happens, okay? Sure, okay. All right, losing our minds over here. The cast is Kevin Conroy as Batman. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Did you know? Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Yep. Mar Mary Lou Henner as Veronica. Didn't know that one. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, famously <laughs> in quotes, uh, I'll, okay, she's a character named Vivian Ludley on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
but I haven't watched that, so someone went, oh, interesting, just now. Uh, but her like big things were uh, two shows that I've never heard of, uh, Evening Shade. She's in 99 episodes of Evening Shade as Ava Evans-Newton. And she's in 114 episodes of Taxi as Elaine Nardo. And uh, if you had told me those things aren't real, I would believe you. (laughs) Taxi was pretty fun. Was she like the blonde? I don't know. You looking it up. Oh, she's like redheaded. But yeah, that's who I thought it was. Mary Lou Henner. Okay. Well, she's you still acting from Taxi, man. I guess. Yeah, that was a show my mom used to watch. Uh, you know what? Good for her. Was she on Night Court? She's, she's got a, she's got a way more successful uh, career than I do. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't in 114 episodes of Taxi. <laughs> uh, we have Sam McMurray as Pierce. He played the principal on the Boondocks, the Adult mm-hmm. Swim cartoon. Uh, Buckley Lloyd on. Hey Arnold. I don't remember who Buckley Lloyd is. Uh, like in like two episodes. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, Lieutenant Griswold on Recess. Uh, Roy Hess in 49 episodes of Dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know what the character is. Uh, but he was also on the Tracy Ullman show, 1987 to 1990. Those are his things. Okay. Nice. Well is this done. a good podcast episode? Are you enjoying the podcast? Right in. We'll wait here <laughs> until you comment, and then we'll read your comment live because yeah. we have nothing else to say. Well, how would they? How will they hear this part? How will they know? Oh, just click the broadcast button. Oh, I hit Zoom. the live button. Hit the live button. Oh. Oh wait, that's oh god. Uh, we have Neil Ross as Jake. He previously voiced Henshaw, a Joker henchman, in a couple episodes, and the chairman of the Peregrinators Club in Harley and Ivy. Uh, I mentioned that he was Green Goblin on Spider-Man the Animated Series when uh, we watched Harley and Ivy. Uh, I somehow hadn't written down that he was also Dr. Benton Quest on Harvey Birdman. Oh, And Honest fuck. John in An American Tale. Wait, no, let's just go back to Harvey, Harvey Birdman. <laughs> that was, was episode, things. I think, one. Maybe. Which is a really good one. Oh. What? Uh, Harvey, do, do, oh, there must be some playback, but like the big... The big um, uh, mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. The big first episode, Harvey Birdman episode one. Yeah, I can't think of the name of. I feel like I do know it, but anyway, let's move on. Okay, uh, Danny Wells as guard. Danny Wells. Um, I guess that was the prison guard. Yeah. Uh, bit parts on Johnny Bravo, Fairly Odd Parents, Days of Our Lives, The Real Ghostbusters, and the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. He also played a character named King Hugo III in a, a show called Potatoes and Dragons, which I think is a Dungeons and Dragons thing, but oh, okay. I have never seen it, so I don't know. And Paul Williams is the Penguin. Wow. Wow. I heard he wrote Rainbow Connection. Yeah, I like that scene where he's singing along with the opera, but he's singing bad. <laughs> he's singing chicken-like. He's a, she's singing as she's a chicken. Nice. Do you like this podcast episode? Right in. Let's talk about some trivia. (laughs) In the end credits, this wasn't the way it was on HBO Max, but so maybe it's on uh, the DVD or whatever. Penguin is erroneously labeled as Penguin. The Q. Nice. Certainly that was read by uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Who can't say Penguin? 
Oh yeah, penguins. Yeah, it's him, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> okay, yeah. the penguin. He must have written the things, the credits. Yeah, I think so. Laren. I think so. Laren Bright's last episode as story editor. Rainbow Bright. Also, the final story Chuck Melvin wrote for television. Uh, the episode aired a year after his death. This episode is his only B-Task credit. He notably previously worked on Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle, and The Smurfs. And he was the father of Scott Menville, Robin on Teen Titans, which I didn't know and is cool. cool. That's a cool connection. Yeah. The museum robbery was adapted into the stage foul play in the game The Adventures of Batman and Robin for Super Nintendo. That was a, we, I think this is our final one of those. We've had every once in a while we'll have like big villain. This stage was adapted for the thing, the video game. Mm-hmm. The duck boat that Pierce lands in is a nod to the Tim Burton Batman Returns as previously in the mechanic. The penguin, newly freed from prison, catches a bus. In the background of this scene sits a thin white girl with short black hair. This is Hopi, one of the main characters from the cult comic book Love and Rockets. The man who drew this scene as a storyboard, Ronnie Del Carmen, is a devoted fan of the comic and put her in as a shout-out to fellow fans. Okay. Dan Reba brought this up when we interviewed him uh, as well. And, yeah, it was one of those, like... It's not like canonically that character, but just looks exactly like because people that worked on the show liked that comic. Mm. But they were like, they're they're very they're sort of secretive about it because they're like if if they don't have rights to that character, so they're not technically supposed to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Everyone else on that bus just looked like they were in a different cartoon, like they were supposed to be in like Hey Arnold or something. Like yeah. they looked very <laughs> out of place and gross. Yeah. We at first you said like you this is the basement like era of his life or something <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to count that <laughs> he's hit the basement at this point the streets pierce what this is written horribly the streets pierce to which is sent are named after comic creators Steve Engelhart and Mike W Barr this is this the corner of yep. Engelhart and Barr Steve Engelhart co-creator of Shang-Chi and Mantis for Marvel uh, co-creator of Rupert Thorne for DC, among many others. Okay. And Mike W. Barr, uh, notably the writer of Batman Year Two. I brought up Batman Year One recently. Uh, part of that comic was drawn by Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn. And cousin there. of Seth McFarlane, creator of... Family Guy. I almost said South Park. I'm glad you filled that in. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said that's... Probably the most obvious uh, McFarlane joke, and I did say that just now. Nice. So I hope you feel good about yourself. Bruce's line, maybe the rumors of your reform are not exaggerated, is a paraphrase of Mark Twain's famous misquote, the rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. The actual line was the report of my death was an exaggeration. Oh, like that, that, that is cool the most trip. interesting triv so far. <laughs> <laughs> John James Adubon. Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> is revealed to be Penguin's personal favorite artist, whose artwork is mainly based on birds. Now, <laughs> I, <laughs> I finally figured out what the hell uh, happened to me in the mechanic. Uh, we were watching the mechanic, and at the at <laughs> when we first see the Penguin, he's in his, like, sewer lair sitting on his big bird throne and he and i in that episode of the podcast i said like did penguin say something about a reverse autobahn did i have a stroke and imagine that and like i i definitely heard that but i didn't know what to make of it so he didn't say autobahn he said 
Audubon, the artist. Oh. He was looking, he was like coveting this same painting that he steals in this episode, in that episode. <laughs> and how the fuck was I supposed to? There's some guy named Audubon. <laughs> Who's that? This is not a real person. <laughs> but now I've, I'm fine. I'm glad that I have that resolution, and I I know what I know it. I know what it is now. Nice, know? dude. I'm so happy for you. The opera Pagliacci <laughs> translates literally to the clowns from Italian. Before the opera begins, a member of the small theatrical road company Tonio, who looks like a clown, steps before the curtain. He tells the audience that a clown is also a man. So a clown feels sorrow and pity, just like a man. This is like a metaphor for the episode that we watched. Penguin is the clown. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> 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 like grab a can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, when, I, when I saw the, the Pagliacci uh, thing, it reminded me, there, there's a joke in the, I, I, I don't know if it comes from Watchmen uh, or if it was just used in Watchmen. Uh, but it's it's uh, uh, Rorschach, the yeah. you know, you know, uh, he's he's a man goes to a doctor says his uh, oh my god, this is too way too small. I'm gonna bring it to the other screen. Man goes to the doctor says he's depressed. Says life seems harsh and cruel. Says he feels all alone in a threatening world where what lies ahead is vague and uncertain. Doctor says treatment is simple. Great clown Pagliacci is in town tonight. Go and see him. That should pick you up. Man bursts into tears. Says, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. Ha! And this comes up often because uh, <laughs> Maddie will like tweet something as Watchtower Database and then reply to it as themselves and then go on and be like, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> and, afterward, and this happens way too often. <laughs> and sometimes I'll do it as Watchtower Database after they've had a conversation with themselves. And then no one really knows what's going on at that point. <laughs> wow, that's uh, what this episode has boiled down to. It's basement deep. <laughs> <laughs> I good goddamn. I think that's really it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything else. That's all the trims. That's all the cast. Nothing happened in this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry, listener. <laughs> I feel like if there was an episode where Batman was literally just sitting on his couch reading a newspaper, I feel like we'd have more to say about it. <laughs> yeah, Bat. Okay, what's Batman's usefulness in this episode? <sighs> I mean, he's wrong at the start. Yeah, that's true. Like he's like, His usefulness was pretty low because he kept assuming the penguin was doing a bad, but he wasn't. Yeah. So but then when like, the penguin did do a bad, he just went, okay, well, time to stop him. And then he did. Five. Yeah. <laughs> five plastic wrapped dresses out of two. <laughs> <for me. laughs> wow, that's that's more inventive than I was going to say. I was going to say five basement walls out of ten. Oh. Just the blandest. Just, just, Bland. just a basement wall. Basement. The basement of all <laughs> uh, ratings in this category. Jamie, this episode sucks. Ah! <laughs> it's so, it's so like, no, it wasn't even like bad, bad. I just have nothing to say. It's nothing beige. Happened. It is beige, yeah. This is just, this is the beigest of episodes. This is <laughs> 90s beige carpet. <laughs> it's the... It's the teal of episodes. <laughs> no, teal's more exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Teal yeah, carpet, I keep, though. I keep giving you better colors, yeah. Teal carpet. Uh, I'll give you teal carpet. 
Okay. <laughs> what is the subtitle of this episode going to even be? The the olive green carpet in your grandparents' attic out of ten. Oh, <laughs> <That's God>. the... <laughs> uh, keen keen effects in this episode. There was no. We talked about the focus pull. There was a little focus bit of shadows pull. wrapping around Pierce. The end, but not not even it was it was the opposite of what was cool about them in early episodes where like. It would be a dark room and the darkness of the person's face and then light would be coming through the blinds and lighting up part of their face. Yeah. But I feel like in this it was like <laughs> the bars were left as the light and then it was darker around them. Like it wasn't more light, it was the light. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say, you could almost it's, say that the bars were lowered. That should have been funny, but it's not. Oh, I know. I like it. Oh, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, my God. Gotta pick up the episode. The episode of this podcast is so good. I like this episode. Oh, it died. Oh, that's how long it lasts. Let's I never just, let it go all the way. Let's just end it. Let's just end the podcast now. All right. Books are hip hop. But neither. <laughs> okay. Top 10, no. No. Uh, here we go. All right. Books we are. We drop what we drop. Oh, the Oh, yeah. Thanks, so, Kimmy. Into the comments box. You're bringing this up. This episode's bad. Now, Jamie's mad. You bad. I'm so mad. I am. Just Dylan Paula. Can Dylan make this episode better? Dylan, we need you. <laughs> We don't have a lot of mail, Fuck. unfortunately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no one we has anything have, to say about this. We don't. The listener don't. Yeah. No, they don't. We we uh, we don't have a keen machine message unless it comes in like ten minutes after we stop recording, like it has before. Mm. But I, I listening back, I feel like we were supposed to give a verdict on the Yappy Court. Um, and I'll say that Keen Machine is innocent. I think of of all charges because oh. we we. We played the, the, the well, I think it was Jordan Blumen's uh, defense uh, is correct. Yeah, we we played the the, the the we played the things in the because they came in at different times. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, all right, yeah, totally, duh. Cool. Scarlowe won the second episode of a Yappy Sub podcast. I don't know what the sub part means. Do you know what that means? Is this a Australian thing? Because Scarlet is Australian. <laughs> Here's episode two of Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. Okay. And I can't play it oh. from my phone just like last time. Oh, sub sub podcast is in like the podcast under the podcast. Oh, inside the podcast. Oh, but okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this part in the podcast. Scarlet, don't send them as dot m4a. I can't play that. I have to play it in a weird way. So hang on a sec. <laughs> and I'll probably be quiet because otherwise I won't be able to hear it. So no commentary yeah, okay. till afterwards. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, here, um, let me bring it up. This is all staying in. Uh, <laughs> Hello, listener, and welcome to Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. I'm your host, Scar Lowy One. In this podcast, I will tell you about episode two of Earl, the animated series, The Birdie Bumper, part one. After Earl fixes a dent in the Batmobile's bumper, he goes bird watching. While there, he sees a giant white bird that looks like a man. I'm sure that's not important. And then later, he sees a short round man in a tux going into a basement. To be continued. Yes. Yeah, this show is a bit odd, to say the least. <laughs> anyway, see you next week. Same PP time, same poo poo channel. <laughs> <laughs> I do like same pee pee time. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, that is legitimately better than the, than the episode. We just <laughs> that was a better plot, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad the basement thing is catching on. I really hope that that stays a thing with Penguin episodes. Yeah, me too. Because um, the basement theme plays. It played in a really cool, bombastic, trombone way also and during the dragon fight. Um, yeah, the happened. tromboners really got a hold of that song. Those tromboners, I love them. Uh, we're up 80 points on United States of America TV reviews. So what? Just gotta let you, Until this let episode. You know Until this episode. <laughs> What's that put us at? <laughs> Let's not even release this episode. Let's just pretend it never <laughs> happened. We got to have one bad one, right? We passed episode 50 and then we just... Yeah. It's all downhill, you know? Oof. Okay, with Scarface Nate, Robin's Reckoning, a.k.a. How many clips from this episode will be used later on? Also, and it's, I can't read the rest. It's too long for the preview of the title, so I don't know what the also is, but here's the message. Here it is. Why, hello, babe and the jamester. Hey. And here are my thoughts on Robin's Reckoning. But first, I will admit, I did like Dan Reba coming onto the podcast. It's always nice when writers, animes, and whatnot from shows or movies come in to discuss their work. It's actually quite fascinating, and Agreed. I like it. Anyway, onto the episode itself. I think this episode would really solidify people's love for him as a character. Not to say I didn't like him before, but I just felt that he was very underutilized and didn't do a whole lot. I'd still like him, though. But I think this is what really solidified a place in people's hearts for him, at least in my opinion. On a side note, though, that scene of his parents' death, truly haunting. Yeah. The stuff got away with in the 90s. Man, what an age, eh? <laughs> also, I wonder if we can get King Machine's trial bigger than Johnny Depp's. I'm just saying, this <laughs> trial... It's very interesting. Wink, wink. Stay happy. <laughs> Will do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a much better episode than the one we just watched. Yep. You know? I'm actually kind of sad that we don't have a whole lot of mail because Robin's Reckoning yeah. is so bloody good. That's true. Most of this should be for Robin's Reckoning. Huh? So that means we're going to have zero mail next week. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Uh, God, I hope so. Robin's Reckoning or How to Justify the Sidekick from Meatballs McGee. What? <laughs> I got up. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I need a drink. This is Robert Sterling. So yeah, you're on Robin's Reckoning now. Without a doubt, some of my favorite episodes of Batman the Anime Series, and definitely up there for the entire DCAU for me. Um, everything about it is pretty top-notch, and I'm going to be honest, I always really liked Robin episodes in Batman. It was always fun to see him play off of Batman and just see how the situation plays out. A hmm. um, few fun trips. Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill both appeared in the first Robin episode of The Batman. Uh, Mark Hamill voiced Tony Zuko, and Kevin Conroy was John Grayson, you know, before he died. Oh, the Batman. Yeah. Oh, shit, you had t- Dan Reba on your show. That's so c- <laughs> <laughs> That's where it cuts off it. <laughs> that was Robert, uh, who we filmed with for the story finale. This is Dylan Pollock down with the rich. <laughs> Bring hey, it, Dylan. Bam and Jay. It's time for the Thoughts of the Week with Dylan Pollock on Birds of a Feather, or the real evil is the rich. I need the overexplained origin of Penguin's umbrella because it's an engineering miracle. Bullets with no magazine, a freaking helicopter, a gas system. Engineering expert Brian, can you explain? Also, is this episode kind of a reverse of the movie She's All That? 
but they're determined to take a criminal and keep him a criminal while also making him fall in love. We get the first and not last use of the insult cur in the DCAU. Not a spoiler, because you're not going to remember it. This is defined as a mongrel, a contemptible man, and not something a child watching BTS would understand. <laughs> Pierce uses the acronym NOKD, not our kind dear, which gave me succession vibes of NRPI, no real person involved. Mm. Confirming again the rich are evil, as Mermaid Man would say. <laughs> Time for the question of the week. James's favorite part. Yes. Who's the real villain of this episode? Veronica, Pierce, Penguin, or the network for interrupting Robin's reckoning for this? <laughs> 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 Damn it, yeah, Dylan. it's that one. Oh my god! <gasps> oh god! This for is this, the best. yeah, of all of all episodes. Yeah. Oh, thank, oh. thank you for that. We, I feel like I needed the, that levity. For... <laughs> I know, yeah, that brought my spirits back up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it was weird. I didn't actually remember this being the first Veronica Freeland episode. She'll show up a lot more after oh. this. Uh, I, I. For some reason, I was like, oh, no, she was definitely in the show already. She was in that ninja episode when, nope, that was some lady. That wasn't Veronica Vreeland. Like, that's just, like, sitting there in the room, in the big, like, wrestling or not room. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Whatever that room was, the big fan. <laughs> the uh, big fan sumo room. There's too many redhead girls in the show. I'd, I lose track of what's, what's what, you know? <laughs> they all, never mind. <clears throat> yeah uh yeah veronica vreeland tied up to the chandelier the first shot of her was like very like seductive <laughs> like, you guys had some comment about that while we were watching i think laura said <laughs> like, something like whoa sexy I, oh, I, I just heard her say like okay <laughs> like all right i'm game let's do this <laughs> uh this is last one jordan bloom and gcn musical minute bring always. it jordan it's gcn Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. Tonight's top story, rich people suck, and they pissed off the penguin. I gotta be honest with you folks, I kind of feel bad for the guy on this one. Yeah. Hey Oswald, if you're listening, let's grab some drinks. You seem like you could use a friend. Aww. Now over to the music. This was a penguin episode, so there was an awful lot of I've got Batman in my basement. A lot of it. But they did have some fun with it this time. They put in a swing version that went, yeah. I've got Batman in my basement. And I appreciated the variety for once. <laughs> yeah, that and, and the trom- the tromboner version. <laughs> there was there was a lot of that in this episode. There was a lot of it in this episode. <clears throat> and parts where it was just kind of unnecessary, too. But I think yeah. they just needed some music to be happening. And they thought, you know what? We've got this theme. <laughs> Let's do the it. penguins here, so we might as well do it. I was thinking also the the everyone saying rich people suck in these voice messages made me think of like the scene where Veronica and Penguin are walking down the whatever way, and those guys are like, "Give me all your shit." Yeah. Why? Why did? Why does anyone live in Gotham City? At first of all, but like specifically a bunch of rich. Like there's so many rich people that li- like. I guess it's because it's like a giant New York City city or whatever. But like. There's just some like those particular rich people are so bored that they're just gonna pick on the penguin like that's their I'm that's my weekend, but they why 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 do they why are they there I don't know why do, <laughs> I don't go know. away <laughs> go away rich people that's what I say this is comments on Trump on the Batwag in episode 51, Robin's Reckoning Part 1, or Pew Pew Part 2 <laughs> on the Pod Tower. 
<clears throat> Ashley Touchin says, whenever you watch one of my favorite episodes, I get unreasonably anxious waiting to see whether or not Brick is going to like it. Oh, shit. I'm thrilled to see that I didn't have to worry this time and that you both liked it. It's definitely one of the B-Test standout episodes. I mean, it didn't win an Emmy for nothing. Plus, Back to the Future is my favorite film series, so I love hearing Thomas F. Wilson as Tony Zuko. He's one. He's also one of the nicest, funniest, most self-aware actors I've ever met. If you ever get a chance to meet him, I'd highly recommend it. He was at... Um, some comic con that Maddie and I went to, I can't remember if it was 2018 or 2019, the Seattle one. Uh, he and uh, Doc, I, his name escapes me at the moment, uh, were, were there with the DeLorean. Christopher the, Lloyd? Huh? Christopher Lloyd, yes. Uh, were, there was like a, I don't know if it was the actual DeLorean from the movie or like a prop replica or whatever, but that their line for photos was just like down the street like there was no way that was ever going to happen but then Christopher Lloyd just walked like 2 feet away from us while we were standing getting Neville Longbottom's autograph and we're like oh hey dude <laughs> like, all right i guess that was better than ever waiting in this line <laughs> it was fine amazing uh, I'm bummed you have to wait for part two. Curse you, Fox adults, and your erratic air dates. Between this and Firefly, you've got a lot of an lot to answer for. But for, uh, for memory, Birds of a Feather is pretty decent. I remember liking the premise, but I can't remember much else. Ashley, no. I think there's a reason you don't remember it. Yeah. Ashley, no. <laughs> Scarlowy one. I've watched some Superman recently. It's made me think about how weird is this podcast won't always be about Batman. <laughs> yeah, we're getting closer by the second, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zane Beatty. I had also had the Zatanna Golden Book, so the episode had a bit bigger significance for me. I tried to find a copy for my collection before, but no luck. Also, I have a Batman in my basement book that has noise buttons. Don't remember the sounds, but one of them had to, had to be the sound of a lockpick, right? <laughs> lockpick gas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whenever he, uh, Penguin was pointing his umbrella at the guys in the alleyway, I was just like, careful, thugs. Like, he'll melt you with his lockpicking. <laughs> it could be anything. He's going to chop yeah. you up with a propeller. He's going to shoot bullets at you. He shot gas out of it uh, to, like, knock the, out the rich people. Okay, can so. we... Uh, that's a good, like, quick aside. Yeah. How, like, potent is his gas? Because he, like, roughly places a handkerchief over his nose and he's fine but it knocks the other two people out <laughs> yeah i don't know he filled the whole room with it yeah maybe he's an immune because he's a penguin man penguins are immune to gas <laughs> <laughs> tell that to bp it's a wide i learned it on national geographic uh deductionist what a fantastic episode of batman and the podcast thank you unlike this one uh yeah. court had me dying lol i really appreciate the production value keen machine brings to all their voice memos i do too i also wanted to share that my dad also recorded justice league for me and made my own vhs tapes since it aired past my bedtime back then so thank you for reminding me to thank my dad i'll kiss him for maddie too Aww. now for robin's reckoning like James and many others, I'm sure I, too, had the Robin VHS with these episodes on it, and it was on replay quite a bit. The retelling of Robin's origin is handled so well, has moved me since I was a kid. I am really glad that you mentioned the shot where they show the cable is snapped as opposed to showing Dick's parents fall. It was definitely more impactful hearing the music and then Dick's reaction. Mm -hmm. You could really feel for him. Sorry for the longer message. Lots of good stuff to cover. Hope you guys are well and enjoy Birds of a Feather. Maybe the worst Penguin episode. Stay yappy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. It. So... I don't know. Worst, it's not like it made me angry. Bad. It's At least it's on. Nothing. It's on par. Yeah. 
Charles Modesier, a great episode, both of the podcast and the cartoon. This is probably the best version of Dick Grayson's origin story ever. If I may add some nerdy, useless facts, Tony Zuko actually dates back to Robin's comic debut in 1940. In contrast, Joe Chill, that's the Batman parent murder guy, Mm -hmm. only got a name several years after Batman's origin story was first told. That's cool. Wild. James Royster, I can't believe that Keen Machine stunted on everyone that hard. Absolutely keen. Very true. <laughs> Scotty Cameron, the trial of Keen Machine is getting spicy. Who will be called to the witness stand next? Batgirl, Fangirl, Scar, Lowy, Mark Aquino, Scarface, Nate, or me? Now there's a riddle. I don't know. We didn't find out this time. <laughs> there's no there's no yappy cord in, in this episode. Shoot. To answer Dylan's question, I'd erase be a clown from existence. That episode isn't as enjoyable, bad, enjoyably bad as some of the other ACOM catastrophes like Prophecy of Doom or Joker's Wild, so it can go bye-bye. I don't care if it has the Batman thumbs-up moment. It's not that fun to watch. That's true. He's taller than a truck. By the way, <laughs> says Dylan Pollock, y'all, I was serious about that podcast, so check out the first episode. Look forward to the future higher audio quality episodes. Yeah, uh, it's... Uh, <clears throat> movies to watch before you die. Yeah, I saw I that sub- come up on my feed, and uh, I haven't yeah. had the time to listen slash watch it yet. But I look forward to it because, I mean, would there even be a Yappy Dudes podcast without Dylan? Yes, oh. but Dylan, <laughs> you're like shaking your head. Oh, yeah, well, technically, yeah. Scrudge, Jamie, if it's any con- consolation, I have a very similar memory memory to your story about being inconsiderate when receiving a birthday gift as a kid. I'm sorry, Scrudge makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Scrudge! When I was like four, a friend of mine gave me a Bionicle toy, uh, and I was immediately like, oh, I already have this. I remember that a lot, and I just think, wow, what a dickhead I was. So yeah, you're definitely not the only one. <laughs> I wonder how common that is <laughs> for children to just, <laughs> oh, dang it. Mm. <laughs> just wow, I'm really let down by feeling. your gift choice. Try harder. Yeah. Now, I'll take note that uh, KM has been so fed up with me not reading specific chunks of their comments that they've pasted every chunk of every past comment that I haven't read into a giant behemoth monster of a comment. Oh. And here's the thing, KM. I ain't reading that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to I pick out pieces because I like some of it. But dear God, this I'm not I do not going to look through this. It's nothing personal. <laughs> I just <laughs> you got to understand, man. There's not enough time in the world for this comment. It's so long. Stop it. Oh, let me pick one sentence out of here. Um I think you two should remove some lesser-used sound effects and use some clips from DCAU episodes that you watched. Harvey, Hmm. no. Mr. Freeze, (laughs) or They Went East could be good. (laughs) I think your goal should be making the soundboard just from DCAU episode clips or podcast special sound effects. Like, that's not how it works. I think that's a a fair point. Mm -hmm. Um, The soundboard is definitely a mood thing. Soundboard is chaos. It's chaos. It doesn't always make sense, and I think that's what makes sense about it. Yes. (laughs) Lanola Cola, when this podcast started, I didn't expect the emergence of Yappy Dudes plus Listeners Universe, or YDLU. That Yappy Court bit was too good to be a one-off message. Hope we hear more of that. And I shared Brian's disappointment that the next episode isn't Robin's Reckoning Part 2 or Pew Pew Pee Pee Poo Poo Part (laughs) 3. Hope we'll survive the upcoming Presumably Penguin episode. <laughs> I, I think we are surviving is what we're doing. <laughs> we're just surviving. Not, not, not thriving. thriving anyway. Just nope. surviving. 
Banana Man says, okay. Okay. Sewer King. No, no, no. You haven't left the Sewer oh, King brain rot. Tip Tapricot. Batgirl fangirl. Now I really want to know what Robin was doing whilst Bruce was going to fancy parties and operas. He must have really taken the scenic route on that bat cycle. Definitely my favorite Penguin episode. That wouldn't be too hard. It actually quite moves me at times. Music, animation, voice acting, all top notch. Batman's peach line always makes me laugh. <laughs> that was that was that was good. funny. I hope you use that clip. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry, Ozzy. As long as you weren't bruised, my peach. Peach. The listener really is so funny and talented. Jordan, Dylan, Pillin, Scarlowy, One, <laughs> Ashley, Scotty, Mark, Nick, Lacona, Lacola, Keaton, Karim, uh, Tip Tapper, Kareem, whatever it is. Tip Tapricot, Wensi, Maddie, Ian, and even Banana Man's okay. okay. Very nice singing, Tip Tapricot. I sing as well as the penguin does. The Yappy <laughs> Court part was so well done. I'm sure that's not true. Uh, well done to everyone involved. It was great to see Veronica and Pierce return in Batman the White Knight. Oh, I didn't remember that. That's a comic from a couple years ago. Oh. Such a keen podcast, James and Brian. Five stars and five really dodgy cappuccinos. <laughs> Thank you. And <laughs> I'm sorry we've thrashed on an episode you like so much. It happens, you know? Yes. Sometimes we like episodes and sometimes we don't. Also true. Those are the two options. Hmm. Dylan Pollock says, I, well, I look forward to Batman's usefulness being a consistent zero for much of Static Shock, Superman, and the Zeta Project. <laughs> Just saying two-parters must be judged together as they're intended to be by the creator, not God, the show's creators. You wouldn't judge the first half of Titanic separate from the second half because the VHS was two tapes. It's still one movie. Yeah, I think <laughs> we need to have that discussion next time <laughs> when we rank. Dylan's really uh, trying to drive that Bob's point home. Wensy two hundred nine bro Bob might have not might have forgotten Batman's origin story, but at least he got Robin's origin story. So at least that's something. <laughs> I think you're bro Bob. Sweet. This is from a new one. Et, Etienne Perizat. Etienne Perizat. Stop. Ha- you guys gotta stop having names Etienne? that I can't say. I don't know what that is. Etienne. Sure. Etienne. Yes. <laughs> In summer twenty twenty one, I started my first binge whole. Let me start this again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, in summer 2021, I started my first binge watch of the whole DCAU, except for Static Shock and Zeta Project. Those are not on Mexico's HBO Max. Oh, that's too, that's Aww. Although Zeta Project isn't on any HBO Max. It's just forgotten. Boo. Uh, and like an hour ago, I just finished JLU. I feel kind of heartbroken because I remember being like five years old and watching these shows on Cartoon Network. But after that, I was never able to watch them again, except for the three DVDs my parents gave me as a kid. And some episodes included as bonus content on the Blu-rays of other movies I bought. After over 15 years, HBO Max was created and I had a legal and economic friendly option to finally get the answers to a ton of storylines I knew the beginning of but not the end. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, today is the end of a journey that literally took me my whole life up until this point. I'm sad because it ended, but glad for going through it. The DCAU is a key part to form my love of not just DC, but storytelling in general. Now I'll watch Justice League vs. The Fatal Five, and it will probably be the last dance in this universe. After that, I'll rewatch all the videos at Watchtower Database. Thank you, James, Maddie, Ted, and Brian for being bigger, for making bigger the love I feel for this incredible, sometimes silly, life-changer animated universe. Stay yappy. Oh, that's a good message. My God. That's a good okay, that can we just instead of the whole podcast? Yeah. What if we just play that comment? Because that is just that's so sweet, and we can rank comments this is my new number one 
I'll give this comment. Uh, seven Brian's being included among James, Maddie, and Ted out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I am always amazed uh, when people include me in Watchtower stuff because I just feel so adjacent in, <laughs> in the collective. Yeah, and even when like Maddie, Maddie made some posts on uh, Instagram and Facebook and they included me in, in yeah. you know, with stuff with the... Um, the, 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 the story the finale. story yeah. the finale is the word i was looking for um mm-hmm. and it's just it's so nice because i know it's not like i don't i don't feel like i've earned it but it's, it's still cool to be like <laughs> well i mean in particular that stuff you had a, a definitely big hand in like it wouldn't exist without you so yeah but like i don't know it's <laughs> it's you deserve praise brian no okay no everybody in the world does but me you deserve vegetable sloppy joes, <laughs> and there you got them. Oh, they were They're so good tummy. too. Oh my god! Got a couple more comments. This one's from Dylan Pollock again. Yop cannot be defined. It's an essence. It's a state of mind, man. As far as food goes, metaphorically, it's like umami. <laughs> I think it's a fragrance. <laughs> yeah. Yop for her. <laughs> <laughs> Yop by Wayne. Uh, Scarlowy says first. Oh, but then before that, oh, uh, Mark Aquino says we're both first Scarlowy one, and that's all that matters. After a few episodes of varying animation quality, we got Spectrum back. The underappreciated for Robin's Reckoning, the underappreciated studio that provided the animation for On Leather Wings and for a great episode too. <laughs> I assume that's a dig on On Leather Wings. I'll take it. It's the Bat versus the Biff. Winner takes all. <laughs> Loser crashes their car into a manure truck. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to hear about, to talk about part two. As I'm typing this, this upcoming Saturday is Batman Day, September 17th. Yes, it was. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know so that. So I hope you've, uh, yeah. We didn't uh, remember that either. And it was the day before the story finale premiere. And also the story finale premiere was the day before the anniversary the 24th anniversary of maddie's favorite uh batman episode wow so we're like yeah let's we did that on purpose <laughs> we, just like we did dan reba on the 30th anniversary we know these things these things are in our heads <laughs> uh so i hope you've all been good this year and remember to leave out some bat milk and cookies batman knows if you've been bad or good so be good for goodness sake otherwise you'll probably be eating soft yappy foods through a straw for a while oh all the best to the great jamie jam jamie Jamie Jam, Jamie Jajam, Jam Jam Jam, and the apple. I think that was supposed to be a red in a song, but I don't know what the song is. And the apple of my eye, brother Brian Brick, Broderick Bushy Bushy, Brushy Brushy, breaking Brecken Myers bravado with Brussels sprouts, but brimming with brilliance and braggadocio, bro. <laughs> Praise to our Lord and Savior Dylan Pollock and his disciples, Scarlo, a Batgirl, Fangirl, Scotty Cameron, Wensi, Tip Tapper, Kaki Machine, etc. Until next time, smoke bomb. Nice. I'm loving the evolution of oh, the comments. Oh, me too. It's one of my nice. favorite bits. <laughs> I think uh, for uh, the first, well, not not the first time in a while, but for for a, an argu- unarguably the the yappy mail section this time was better than the rest of the podcast. I usually think <laughs> it is, but this was definitely heaps better. So what's the, we want to talk about? Uh, Robin's Reckoning Part Two. Uh, let me take a guess. It's uh, Batman's origin story. The end. <laughs> I don't know what button to press. Let's do this one. I'm searching for a button. Yeah, next week's Robin's Reckoning Part 2. You got it. Sweet. What do you think is actually going to happen? 
let's let's set our minds back in Robin's reckoning. He most of that episode was him remembering all the shit, and now it's time to go fuck him up. What's gonna? Happen? I think I think um, they're gonna do the the trope of um, you know Robin's gonna be about to get his revenge, and then is gonna be like, no, it's not right. Two cutting of uh, tight. Uh, uh, trapeze wires doesn't make a wrong or whatever. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> I thought you were trying to say like he's gonna have him up. He's gonna have Tony Zuko up on a tightrope or whatever, and <laughs> gonna, it'll be metaphorical for. <laughs> he's gonna metaphorically no, put him in a basement. Yeah, <laughs> I've got Zuko in my base. Oh boy, this was a podcast. I hope you come back, listener, for the next one. It'll be better. Uh, I hope this isn't your last episode. Maybe this one will get lost in the mail. Yeah. Except for the mail segment. That can still play. Yeah. That guy, the one guy that was a mailman that wrote in, if you're listening. (gasps) In Indiana? Sure. Please drop this episode on the ground on accident. Okay? That would be great. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Step on it. Step on it. Real good. (laughs) All right. What is Penguin going to like... Proposed to Veronica Vreeland was like a little penguin thing. No, I think that was just going to be a thing he was going to try to like win some more favor with. Hmm. The end. Okay. If you want to reach out to us, like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw Part Two, email us at podcast at watchtoweredatabase.com. I'm going to check one more time that we didn't get a Keen Machine one, and we didn't. Okay. Sorry, Keen Machine. I just I hope you I hope you didn't try to send it later because it's not in here. It's this is it's it. pretty late on any end of this country. But it's really early in Guam. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I think that's always the case. I, uh, something that I realize I can say, and no one but you and you won't uh, can prove otherwise, is that actually this episode ha- uh, of this podcast was way worse than what you just listened to, but I edited out a lot of the bad, st- stupid stuff. So this is the best version you could have gotten. Wow, that's sad. This is going to be like a 15-minute long episode. <laughs> You can also send us one single voice message by going to anchor.fm slash batwagon. Leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel and subscribe for new DCAU podcasts every week. There's us. There's the DCAU review. Uh, that's currently it. <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim Talk is over and our other podcast still hasn't started yet because we're fuckheads. Nice. Who want to do a really long story finale that takes way too long to do. And next week, I'll get to actually talk about the, the spoiler embargo will be up on the story finale, and I'll get to actually mention the ending. Go watch it, because the ending, the ending. oh my God, you know, go see it, okay? It was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Go watch, go appreciate, go comment, go share, go buy a t-shirt. The end? New episodes of the podcast are released every Friday on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast feed and WatchtowerDatabase.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time, everybody. This is a terrible episode, and we're both sorry. <laughs> hey, Penguin! <laughs> the end. The end. The end. The end? Penguin! The end. The end. The end. The end. The yeah, end. Dance with me, Brian. Dance with me. The- okay.
The end. That's it. The end. Nice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Careful. Careful. Oswald. I really was growing fond of you. It's too bad this had to happen. I suppose it's true what they say. Society is to blame. High society. <laughs> <laughs>